You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. And I am Inner Circle. No, you're not Inner Circle. And I am Inner Circle. Yeah, I mean, sleeping, it was my dad. While he was sleeping, I jammed my cum up into his dick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. The turkey baster. Oh. Actually, Nick, you can put this in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Coming to you live from a treehouse in the back of your dad's backyard. <laughs> okay, Nick, do it again. I mean, <laughs> that's not even what movie is that? It's the Sandlot, right? <laughs> no, no, your it's a different movie. It's Fallon Hollywood. <laughs> okay, I'm your host, Mikey T. You could have done like the treehouse from Page Master. That would have been sick. It's been a while, and and that other uh, person's beautiful voice you're hearing yeah, is is Mr. Uh, Frederick Props Poppy Foot. Props Poppy. Just just Props Poppy? Yeah, don't give my government name out. Well, I didn't say Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> That's, true. That's true. You got me there. <laughs> All right, we're back in the studio again. Uh, we have we have a guest. Oh, we Hi. do. Hey, guys. Gabe Adams. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, Gabriel Adams here. He's uh, He does some art department stuff, but he's also a writer and a director. Mm. How's it going? <laughs> it's going great. Salutations, salutations. Yeah, you. yeah. Thanks Welcome for, to the studio, man. Thanks for having me. I'm super stoked to be here. Actually, this is awesome. I love this. I love the vibes in here. Yeah, like so really colorful. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, we worked hard, and it was a building process. So that's something we were talking about right before we started rolling a little bit. As you were saying, oh, it's pretty cool how we could kind of do an episode and and just air it real quick to where you wrote a whole movie and you said it took almost three years to do. Yeah, and sort of like forces you to have to be a like perfectionist even though you i'm not one that's why i like your your form more because it's quicker like and you can just do it do it do it and like yeah. i i envy that and i'm excited because i finally finished this feature film up to five it's on amazon uh prime and you can get it and it's a little road trip project slice of life film and uh i've been working on it for six years now and finally six it's up so, so yeah who's a lot of fine tuning <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah who knows i mean you know so you really wrote this and uh then funded it yeah, so it's like, the, you know, when people have, like, their first ideas that they think of, like, oh, this and that, I just happened to just only stick to that idea, so I didn't really work on anything else, which was actually kind of a charm because it was, like, instead of having a, f a few good ideas where you're a better writer and you can you can get taken on a bunch of them instead of just focusing on right, one, right. where I just I just went with it and, like, Babe Ruth it, and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah let's do it. So and it was, so, like, you like... As a writer, you can't say it's like, oh, I got this in mind. I got, yeah. I got one thing that I have yeah. in my head. And it was just like a simple A to B story, which is what the, the movie is. If you, anyone gets to watch it, it's just like. Have you ever a. written anything before? No, nothing. And and seriously, this is what happens when you have a father who is a writer because you don't want to read and you don't want to be great. And you're like, I just, I did. I'm an artist. Like, and my brother's a musician. Right. And my dad's a writer. So we all have these things. But then, it's like, obviously, you know. I don't know. I just didn't want to wait and wait and wait for a project. So I just literally waited until I had like 25 grand and then we just shot the thing and we spent a thousand bucks a day out there and then like four or five grand in posts. That's like super Kevin. I think that's yeah. what Kevin Smith actually 27,000 is yeah. what he used to make clerks pretty yeah. much. I also yeah. bought a Cadillac. That's like six grand added on that, but I still have the Cadillac. So, just yeah. bought a Cadillac. so I bought the Cadillac. Like Throw the, some the D's broke, on that bitch. Yeah, it, it broke on the first day and the last day of shooting. Was it that, was that tan or yellowish <laughs> yeah. car from the movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bought it from some like 
New Jersey gangster. Well, how much just, did you get that from? I got I got that for like I think two and a half grand, and then I had to put like four or five grand into it because it just kept getting wrong. But you know, G Tech in uh, Culver City, G Tech Automotive. He's a, he's a the Cadillac Whisperer. I swear. To oh God. yeah, he got it going he, again. He made the thing just rock. So without killing your budget. Yeah, but it was like the the car sort of personified the movie. Like every time something was wrong with the script, the engine broke down, and then the windshield <laughs> moved, and then like casting went wrong. And the then, windshield moved. <laughs> the windshield moved. You know, shit it's just shit happened. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> your dad's a script writer though. Yeah, so he's a he's a novelist. Uh, oh, okay. Really. So he he's been a novelist for like thirty years, and then he um he wrote a script called. Supremacy, and it's um, it is uh, Danny Glover is gets it's based on a true story that happened over in our hometown where this white supremacist gets out of jail, and he and he kills a cop, and he gets he holds up in this African American uh, family's house, and it's a, it's a battle between supremacy between him and the African American grandpa, uh, Pop Pop, Mr. Cooper character. Yeah. So, uh, but. That sort of happened just as Jesse and I, my brother, who's was probably a filmmaker before any of us. He sort of, I wish he was here because he's super awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we d- definitely made the project together. Um, but yeah, I kind of came down and I just, just, just went and shot this random movie. Did you get to watch it? Yeah, yeah, I you watched did. it this week actually. No way. Thanks. Yeah, it was good. It thanks. was good. I, I enjoyed it. I loved the. Uh, um, God. Uh, I'm bad with character names. The yeah, Percy. There we Percy. go. I love the Percy character more than anything in that whole entire <laughs> thing. He's like one of the cinematic characters. You're like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. witty lines. Did you you did he audition for it or did you he know? He kind of just got the role because we knew that he uh, his name is Mike Kurtz. He was um, an improv actor, and we just knew like we basically had to cast this thing ourselves. So we went through like you know like four five hundred people over the course of like a year and a half, why we're saving up money to make it. So we, what we found out was we were looking for things, that, but then we realized just the best actors will do the role the best. Right. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it is a trade, and it's one of those things that you just go like, oh, yeah, who is the best actor? And they do that, you know, which is what, what we did to, to the best extent that we could. Yeah, yeah, he was really, really funny and kind of yeah, went off. I love it. those little quirky, like, personalities or those really awkward people. They kind of have like the was it the scene where he's like, she's like robbing the car from him, and he's like, "Well, let me get my wind chimes," or <laughs> he's just trying to like pick yeah. up from it, like a lot of that a type of little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking at the poster, it's kind of got like a little Miss Sunshine kind of vibe. Oh yeah, total, total, mm-hmm. total vibe. We originally had the the van on the side there too. Um, There's a few images we went with, but like as we were making this movie, we realized like. It just became a buddy buddy film, and we're like, oh, that's it. So, mm-hmm. feel like we figured that out, which is like lucky that we did that in the editing room. But, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> it was it was it was a really fun one, and like learned a lot. Like learned not to put my shoes on before I put my pants on. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like the simple things that like when that first project. I don't know. We went into it knowing to learn, and it's also a comedy, so we went in knowing that it's fifty percent just gonna be. On the day, just on the day, right? Which is which is really the only regret I have is that I just didn't realize it was a comedy until we started, until we showed it, and then we're like, oh yeah, this is a comedy. We should just pack thousands of more jokes in there. So now, now Mm -hmm. my brother and I we're working on this thing called Cave Teens. We're shooting a pilot. It's like a Neanderthal mockumentary about the day to day lives of teenage kids in a tribe you know and everything. All the roles are reversed. The women are the hunters. You like everything. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) everything's different. So. 
Yeah, we're stoked to do comedy. So most of the jokes you wrote on the day or pretty close Well, no, to? the first half well, for this movie, yeah, yeah. Um, the first half was basically scripted. And then as things changed and as scenes moved and as scheduled moves, we sort of just like wrote stuff out randomly and a lot more improv so it's like you know it's like probably 70 percent written and then like 30 to 40 percent you know so yeah you do the, yeah did you uh do like the old uh what's the word chestnut whatever it is where you uh do it as it's written one take and then you let yeah it. and that was the the rehearsal too so we really didn't do the rehearsals we just went out with these characters and just put enough elements of field and a van or you know what i mean just yeah, just yeah. pick enough elements you know we just emerge ourselves and i'm so grateful for the crew because it's like 10 people came out to the desert with me right, right. and like you know where'd fought. you guys shoot we uh, shot in buttonwillow just like buttonwillow. right like right west of bakersfield that might be the cutest name of a town I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> i was out in buttonwillow <laughs> yeah i can hear the wind right yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but the difference I would say between like us doing this and the podcast is this is kind of like I mean they're both kind of figure out as you go type of things I guess for the first movie. But you like I mean if you spend so much time on that you go through with a fine tooth comb and like you have, I bet you you spent like a couple years just pre production just rewriting and like yeah I did a lot of storyboards we drew it out a lot yeah and then when you get to set you're like I don't know I don't know if I need this you yeah know, it's like you sort of like get there and you're like oh yeah it's like you don't have to yeah now that I see stage, it in just, person yeah I just. Uh, yeah. Did you hit your dad for notes while you were writing? No, I mean, like, yes. I mean, he was always there. I mean, he's there as his great support. He's a good story guy. So when mm. you're, like, talking about uh, you know, getting, just making sure the story is there and the, and the corny bits yeah, exist. Yeah. Uh, mm. And then I, I got to say, my brother, I mean, he came in flush on this. We didn't even realize it was, like, an Adams Brothers was what we were until he came onto the movie set halfway through just to help. And then it was like, Oh yeah, we're, we're doing this together. He came on the script supervisor. He do music for it as well. Yeah. So all those bands are all friends of his. So that's how we got like devil makes three and oh, a few cool. other, other Oh, things. you got the homie hookup. We got the homie hookup. <laughs> okay. Sounds like the whole movie was a homie hookup for the most part. huh? <laughs> I, I gotta say, I mean, literally my, the DP Paul to me and my audio guy, Ken, uh, old, older guys, they didn't even let me pay them. I mean, I still paid them some, but they wouldn't set money and i was like dude it's like you know 100 bucks a day lodging three meals a day right is what we had and like good snacks and good food you know yeah and you gotta get good food yeah you gotta but like mm -hmm. honestly it was just such a good learning experience and i you know i'm, I'm excited that something came out you know that it's like you know you know c plus it made it you know sure like passing yeah. grade of a, of a movie so, <laughs> so we're, how about how about let's talk about funding for a minute how you said it's twenty five thousand. Yeah. Was that all out of your pocket, or yeah. did you get some crowdfunding? Everything, everything was out of my pocket. For real. Every single dollar, and Holy I do not crap. even have credit. I like I, my my goal was to save twenty grand. Like right right now, my goal is save thirty. So you grand. just worked that union jobs. I just, just save it out. Job, and it was like, we're doing this. Just and then I got by the time I got twenty, like by the time I was ready, it could still like that five six grand came in. You know why I was working to get ready, but I mean, to be honest, like not having like straight up a production designer or straight up like people there to do the ad job like we just didn't have those roles so it was like 
as basic as a core goes. Right. So it's like me, one camera guy, and then like maybe an assistant for like yeah. the, like the core few days. But like a lot of the times it's just me, camera, audio, my yeah. brother, mm. and like maybe yeah. two people. Well, Doug, well, our phones did not. Well, hey, I know. No, well, that's because this guy is probably dressed up more than enough sets to know how to fill a fucking frame. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It was really that was the easy part. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? uh, but but to be honest, it wasn't. I mean, I I I'm glad I did it on this one. Like putting like there's only a few set pieces. You know, you just have a few set pieces. I gotta say, if anyone's doing a road trip, shooting in cars is not that much fun. I mean, it's okay, but it's 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 you know, it's unless tight. you're getting a bunch of angles. Like that's one thing that we treated the camera. It was a red dragon. We treat it more like a tank, but we're kind of like more, I more want like an Uzi kind of like, I want to have a little more of this, but we kind of just shot it simply because it was, we sort of shot it, shot it like a play and just let the, the actors be the most interesting thing in the camera. Because when you have good actors, you know, you can just do a wide and mm -hmm. just do two to three takes. And really, I mean, they hit, hit the marks, which was, so cool and you know we got lucky the almond blossoms happen like it happens a week and a right. half yeah 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 year, and we were there for Wait, it. what's an almond blossom it's purple yeah yeah those purple flowers oh, that purple? actually if okay. you go up, yeah if you go up if you go up towards act if you go up towards acton like right up the road like that whole hillside like blossoms go up to fucking acton it's like fucking 10 minutes up the road who the fuck goes Acton? people bro? literally from la go up there just to see the yeah, blossoms just to take a picture just to take a picture yeah it's instagram like that's it's it. Just to take a picture. Yeah, you know when they're blossoming because literally half the LA people on Instagram. It's like, All right, you're calling me out. Okay, so, yeah. so what if I did it? I, so what if I did? It? He took yeah. a full film crew. Yeah, I was gonna say it. this guy went above and beyond. Yeah. Hold my iPhone. Yeah. I have to pay. I have to take this. He's the most thoughtiest of Instagram thoughts over here. Yeah. Shot a movie around. It. But for real, uh, yeah. Did you buy the bus? So the bus uh, is uh, Super Pete Ibira. He's a, a painter. Okay. I don't know if you guys know him, no, he's a no. union painter. We were in Hawaii, and he loves this bus. And I, at the time, we were looking, 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 and then we were just, uh, you know, it was just who was on the last few jobs. He just said, "I'll come out there." And he, I gotta say, he made literally. This project, he was he was our security guy because he just slept. He just hung out. I, did, I mean, I never asked him to do anything other than just be here with his bus and just yeah, watch yeah. some stuff. And so he was on vacation in Buttonwillow and super sweet and super awesome. And like, I, think I, I, just, gave him, I just so happened to be on vacation here yeah, in Buttonwillow. Yeah, so like, <laughs> like he, I mean... I literally think it was like five hundred fifty dollars is everything he got, and I and I, which is nothing. But I gotta say, having the poster with his most precious, and it actually says Super Pete. If you look really, you can't really see it, but yeah, but uh, but it's uh, it's it was cool. Oh, it's you know, written it's on just, the bus somewhere. There's a piece, yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's on the one the window. That's one. So is he sleeping guys... in the back too? While he, uh, <laughs> during the whole thing? Yeah, a lot of the times. So yeah. Time. <laughs> well, we're shooting. He's just sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> How long did you guys shoot this for? Um. Uh, it was 21 days. Oh wow! It was, Wait, so it was like a pretty full, like real shooting. Yeah, we schedule did three then. days, and then we like waited six months because we were still casting. The girls originally was a boyfriend or fiance and and girlfriend, but then the guy dropped out, so I just picked the next best girl and then put it as sisters. Like a month before we started oh, shooting, okay. so it happened. Yeah, and like uh, it was like so we just moved it that way, but. Anyways, what was I talking about? You guys got me so nervous. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, you asked the question. Uh, so I'm curious. Uh, with putting a movie up on Amazon, 
do you like get to see numbers yes. and shit like that? Yeah. Yeah, I totally um, recommend it so far because basically, what was happening was we had this film and we had some some hit ups about some stuff, but a lot of them were like, "Hey, give us a grand or two. Yeah, and we'll throw." It. It's like I was like, "Well, I, I had the movie, you know, so why yeah. would I? Yeah, go and yeah, pay more money." Yeah, you probably I get. I was bringing yeah. something. Yeah, application you get that with the pod. You get that with the podcast too. Like yeah. you just get weird like yeah. messages and you're like in, in your your DMs that are just yeah. Yeah. like, dude. This week alone, we've gotten I think three different like yeah. uh, we're Indian uh, podcast supporters, yeah. like promoters. Do you need a promotion? Like yeah. we, we'll <laughs> make it so the whole world will see. Yeah. Your, and it's like and I think for us, it, it became more important that it's just out and that someone can click on it because really, I mean, as far as like working in this business and just meeting people and just like watching, having an actual film for us meant so much. And especially that it was on Amazon. I mean, if we get a Hulu deal, if like any of these companies or something, you know, the thing is if we build more on Amazon, you can get someone to come and like make you an offer. So, so back it up. How did you actually get it on Amazon? Is so, that just an easy process? Um, yeah, it's basically you turn down the first deal you get, which is going to be, um, from some distributor or some, uh, they call them aggregators and they take 20%, right? But then they put the movie on Amazon themselves or Vudu and a few right. other things. Instead of that, you just go to Amazon and you literally do like a little checklist where you just put your key art, your freaking file, and you literally just press it in and in two to three days, it's on. That's like just like submitting, like people yeah. are like, how do you get on yeah. IMDb? It's like, well, yeah. go on IMDb so, yeah. and enter your name. <laughs> yeah. uh, don't so, tell people that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. still trying to impress chicks with that, the fact that I have an IMDb. Yeah, no, but it's so I always try to bring it up because it's 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 hilarious that you can actually uh, I mean just, just just you know it's on Amazon and everyone I mean most people won't even ask they'll just go like what oh my yeah God. that's no. sick <laughs> no yeah. so wait with the people that are trying to get collect twenty percent though are you getting something more with it like are they, they would promoting it. it a little bit more or are they Who putting knows? it places no that's Who just a scam, I don't think so dude. yeah I think it's a numbers game and if if you're not getting any money then you're the product and you're you're I mean for us we also want to own it so now we. Now, let's say in two years from now, we make another film and then another film and then another film. And then you look back and it's like, oh, that was your daddy long legs kind of like first project. Right. And you go like, oh, OK, cool. Uh, maybe the valley goes up. Right. Well, let's mm -hmm. stick to this film real quick. Is it like have you submitted to the festival circuits and yeah, shit like yeah. that? Yeah. So we actually right. Uh, uh, we we played uh, in uh, New Filmmakers LA, which was awesome, and then like uh, they do that uh, in person or is that they a did it in whole... person? Yeah, it was a big like cool thing. They had an open bar. Was I this pre Rona? This is pre Rona, yeah, and then yeah. right okay. we were about to play at the Chinese Theater, and then Rona hit. No, Ooh. that would be fucking. That must dope. have been fucking <laughs> yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually. Yeah, I mean to be honest, like it was like oh, yeah. You know, how did you even get? Yeah, it's just my dream. How do you no even get deal. them to say that they would play it at the Chinese Theater? Because that's, I mean, an infamous premier center in LA. Yeah, Chinese Theater is it means Chinese Theater in English, right? In Chinese Theater. So, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, Thank you. Yeah, that's the that's the theater the in LA barrier. with all the handprints and yeah. everybody knows the uh, Chinese. So theater. I don't know, dude. I I gotta say I didn't look into it as much as I should have after, but I. You know, I still put it up. I literally still put it up on like on my Blu-ray. I, I just you know put up, 
you know, all these festivals and then just put like winner on a few of them. Be like, yeah, we won. You know, we're there. <laughs> you know, we're like, it's just, it's on a Blu-ray box that I'm only printing a hundred of for like, you know, for like super fans or for just yeah. my family. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah, I'm going to put that winner there just because, you know, we have Photoshop. Yeah. But, uh, All you need is the fucking what are they yeah. olive leaves or yeah. whatever. Totally. But, so, but back to this, back to the 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 the, the submitting to film festivals and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that did Corona like kind of put a stopper on that, or are you still like? Did you submit to Sundance and shit like that? Yeah, we did. We had done it also before when the film wasn't as um, cleaned up as it was now. So right. we did it like a, probably like a year and a, a year ago when we were just kind of like not even finishing it, but finishing it. So like mm -hmm. the beginning part of the movie was like way slower. It used to be way longer scenes in the beginning. And then, so we did get into those festivals, but, uh, we got into like a few others, you know, check the Blu-ray box. The, the yeah, it's all, the, all the ones that we won. Check those ones out. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, I think there's, there's that, that easy website that people can go to, to, uh, put their film, film freeway or something like that. If you guys heard that, you just, you can enter it into festivals. It costs like 15, 20 bucks. A lot of those things though, a lot of the things like once you have the film, it's like everyone, that's when people are asking for money and things to, do like 50 bucks here, 50 bucks there, you know, you start spending $800 on, on festivals to go to. And then you go like, yeah. Oh yeah, I can just right. upload this to Amazon. And, a lot of, and, and you know, right. And a lot of those festivals are more, are I know, bullshit. well, a lot of them are bullshit, but I know a lot of people, especially independent filmmakers, the more reason, like they don't care about winning prize. I mean, I guess they do care about winning prizes and stuff, but they care more about selling their movie to a distributor, which you don't sound like you care about very much. Well, I, I mean, mean, I'm sure it'd be nice. Fuck yeah. It would. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, if there's someone yeah. like, I'll give you but $3 the thing million. Is, dollars. The thing is we still own the movie and it, if we get enough hype, right. If we still get like, if I'm, my goal is to get a hundred, reviews on on amazon prime oh fuck right? well, i'll like review it some yeah. some projects that are like famous project only have like 650 to you know 2000 so if i if we can get up and get five stars you basically get brought up to the thing and then what we're doing is like you know there's two ways to, to put it on an amazon you can put it on for like 32 cents an hour or something like that or you put it on for a price and it's it splits down the middle amazon gets 50 percent and you get 50 percent. so what we we're doing for the first like six months is we're just selling it because it's like we'll make something which is awesome by the way people are like making fun it's like it's 100 bucks you know 200 bucks is you what you end up getting so far but you go like oh that's fucking it's, a fir it's the first right. of something so how could i ever like be upset at how beautiful it is that it's doing anything you know yeah and so we're like super Super stoked on that, and then we'll help you know it'll be free eventually. But right now, right, the, that's the bright yeah. side about even with the Amazon though. It's like when I did it, it's like you could have. I think I think I rented it for like four bucks or something like that. So yeah. it's easy like that. You could purchase it for like thirteen or I don't know what the exact prices. Well, were. the thing like, is with this is uh, especially the way movies are right now. Like movies like this aren't getting fucking made. So people listening, the four people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> Just rent this fucking movie and support people doing their own shit and making original content. Thank you so much like, for that. Like, stop, yeah. stop supporting Marvel hey, fucking movies. Last week we had 105 listeners, okay? Okay. That's pretty so sick. It's a little bit more than that. <laughs> um, and they were like, and uh, 65 of those listeners were like, why the fuck am I listening? <laughs> yeah. 
Why do I keep listening? To Seventy-two this? of those listeners were pocket listens. Oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, by the way, remind me. I should email you like a few music cues just in case you need any music cues in this beautiful interview that we are in, oh, inside yeah. of right I'll now. I'll take some. Yeah. We're inside <laughs> of the interview. Yeah. Um, Send some sexy pictures. When yeah. <laughs> tasteful. Will. Tasteful. Drawings, little. Yeah. Pics. Yeah. Um, but I can't believe you guys watch it. To be honest, like I gotta say, making a film compared to like being a musician where my brother is, or where you hear, hear people dance and hear people clap, and you're right there in the moment. Uh, and yeah. then and then art where you can you can do it in a room, but people can see it. But like making a film, like you just gotta be in it for the right reasons. Like that's why people don't do them is because they were like what trying to make money or trying to do something but if you just like love it and want to learn it like i feel like that's the like the one thing that like makes you have enough fuel to like finish it and like i can't you know there's still things about it that i'm like oh but you know we we basically got really scrappy with this edit and made it pretty tight we took off like 10 minutes like two weeks before we uploaded it to amazon and my brother came up and we're like all right, we're just going to slice this thing up. And we, and we made it just like, you know. What's the runtime now? 79 minutes. 79 it's minutes. full length, yeah. It's 10 minutes too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was it was 89 before, so it was nice that we yeah. took okay. it down. That's cool. 10 did, minutes did, is big. Did you cut up the first half uh, due to uh, viewer notes we, and stuff like that? or we Just like we were sitting on it for a year, and we basically were like, we don't want any airtime air time where people just have like like i get bored we don't want any drama that's like over the top and we mm. don't want it like too much cheese so just if you leave the comedy in action you sort of don't go wrong which is like what we were trying to do in the first place was just have some comedy and some action comedy and some action um and then realized you know damn cannot wait to write the next one and like write a thousand more jokes per page yeah so you're, you know, yeah, and, so and you're, go, you're leaning more towards more comedy uh, uh, stuff now yeah totally we're doing uh yeah that pilot and then uh, our next feature will be the closest thing to comedy which is horror if you've heard of that do you, you already have an idea for that oh, I've, I've heard of horror. horror we're doing a wine country horror film where it's like these elite <laughs> people are putting blood <laughs> Kill, like like lobotomizing people and putting them in basements, sucking their blood, Jesus. putting it into a bottles called the reserve. And they're like selling it. Yo, we better get a phone call for this one, though. Yeah. So that that's the next sick. one we're doing. And I'm literally my next job that I'm working is up in the wine country. And so you're gonna so scout a little bit. We're gonna scout a little bit. Are you? Are, nice. So are you planning on doing the twenty five thousand again for no, that? Or? I, that would be like fifty fund? to seventy. Fifty to seventy. So you're gonna try to crowdfund and, and stuff like that, or are you trying to make just make money off of this one to put back into the next one i'm not even trying to make money off of this one this yeah. one was just the up the five was just to make it and to 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 be in the in the in the room you get a piece yeah. of the amazon stuff though right like the purchases from there yeah. okay it's good. Awesome. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, i mean good, i literally good. it's like it's the best deal and i didn't go with the aggregator i didn't you know i got i got you know i'm getting a good share uh, good yeah good uh, <laughs> not that 20 percent cut off or whatever yeah exactly so no I'm, I'm i'm super happy just you got your uh merchandise rights <laughs> so how are you planning on funding the next one then um so uh well i'm just saving up again well now you got something to show people yeah. too i'm just saving like give up me again. fucking money yeah I it's have, true I, actually yeah. when you have something to show people it's true. getting investors is it, gonna it, be it, way people, easier people treat you completely different if you have a film out You're yeah like, oh, okay okay that's cool you know yeah um but my my plan is to for cave teens which is what we're doing our next uh comedy one is i'm gonna save up 
you know, try to save up again and throw 10 grand in. And I have some weed friends, like a two or three of them that are all making bank. Right. And it's like, they're all my homies since kindergarten. So it's like, yeah, you're going to give 10 grand as well in this project. Cause yeah. you saw what I did. I mean, literally what we did with 25 grand to make this up the five was like, you know, we got lucky, you know, we got, it was lucky. So we're stoked about the next one. I mean, I, you know, if I, if I get 30 grand for the next one, we can do it. But also, you know, we can shoot something smaller or something bigger, but to be honest, we just want to shoot a pilot and then have a pilot Yeah, mm -hmm. and actually shoot the pilot and not have a script. That's a pilot. Cause we really feel like for me, it was never about writing the script. It was always about making the movie. Cause I feel like the script, I got I don't call it a screenplay until it's been shot. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a script before. And then after it's a screenplay, it's retroactive because it's like, has to it has to the cement has to hit in right you know so how many pages of script did you have going into this one well we we jesse and i my brother we write big so our each one of our pages are like actually like a minute and a half oh really because uh we don't fill that much in yeah because it's there's like no point because we're shooting it ourselves do you let these guys mm. do you let these actors riff and stuff freaking too? hell yes yeah all the time yeah, yeah. well i mean so I, is that where a lot of the best stuff comes out of the best yeah you were saying the, the second it. lead right. was a improv guy right improv yeah guy. Like, so he knows what he's fucking doing yeah, yeah it's, like, it's, it's it, this his, dude right here what yeah. crew what uh crew does he do yeah, improv with there's a uh, here's he a picture of, real quick there's a picture of him right here he found some roadkill and he was dressing up and praying on it and giving it a good send-off <laughs> kind of yeah. like a R rogan vibe dude yeah it's a ucb or i forget what he does it but i mean really if you look he has like a solo scene at the end of the movie that he's just desperate on the side of the road that we sort of like we're just like you call out things you know what i mean and honestly you go with you know people see the thing is some of these photos that you're looking at right now, like, are like so old and so outdated, and I don't even know if I posted these, but, yeah. but, but uh, you know, it's it's a whole. That's one thing that these aggregators do do is they help a little bit with your everything, but who knows, you know? So. Bro, definitely hit us up next time. I have I have I have three storage units filled with props. I got license plates, pretty much everything you can think of, medical cop shit, anything. Really. Hit me up next time. I would love I'll, that. I'll provide. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, we'll Absolutely. give you the homie hookup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the the blood wine one does sound pretty. It does sound pretty cool. Was that yeah. steering wheel really part of the fucking thing? It's the steering wheel was like a clock. Yeah, I, yeah. We zip tied that in. I you zip tied that in. I zip tied that in. I hope he kept that. Because he's like ta he's taking the time. You know, he's taking. You know, he's steering. It's. You know, it was it was fun to have. You know. You have a uh, wardrobe on this one too, or yeah? You guys we, just... So we so so uh, Phil's costume, the the lead, mm -hmm. um, he he was done by Sharon Davis. She so she did. She's a costume designer of Django Unchained, Dream Girls, Oh wow, Ray, um, and a few others. I mean, like she's Westworld now, costume designing. And how the fuck did you get her? Uh, I worked for her. I was a costume PA on Magnificent Seven. Oh really? So during like Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt's fittings, like I would, I was the only guy that could wear the clothes that they did. So I wore all the clothes, and then they put. You do have a little bit of Chris they, Pratt. They frame put here. they put Chris Pratt's <laughs> face on my body. Yeah. Much and, better look. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> Denzel on, and Denzel's face on my body. So it was pretty hilarious. Uh, but she. <laughs> Sharon Davis, she brings like sweet tea and muffins. She's one of the best. She's an Academy nominated, you know, costume designer and the sweetest yeah. woman. And she just like sat down and listened and was just a great support and just was like, you know, you got this. And it was like awesome. 
And then uh, uh, we also have like uh, one of my friends, Karen, she does seamstress stuff. She helped a lot. And then my girlfriend at the time, uh, Ruby, and I just went to Ross and bought a bunch of clothes. Like just went to Ross and bought a bunch of clothes, <laughs> bring it over, whatever we didn't use, we returned. So did this did every single time. So we just made the fitting room out of Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, let's meet at Ross, you know what? where I, all the clothes is. I, I Shout it's... out to stores that ha- will take anything as a return. Yeah. <laughs> because... Yo, and I think it's like it kind of imperative as a director to kind of like do projects like these because as you get a little bit bigger, like, what it sounds like you had your hand in almost every single department, going into everything, doing a little piece of everything yourself. It's like, I don't think like a lot of bigger directors now, it's like they've never. St- Stepped foot in art department. They don't know that world. Yeah. They don't. They've never no. been into a wardrobe house, or they've never picked up clothes. Like a lot of them, like maybe a lot of them know like lenses and shit like that. But not a lot of them have never even held a camera before. Yeah, you know they just I mean? ask for things yeah. and they have no idea what they're asking for. Yeah, totally. And that's why like being below the line for like is kind of awesome because you're with the people. You know, there's two types of people: the company people and then the people for the people. And it's like you know, mm-hmm. if you, you know. We're not for the company, which like we're for you know the crew and everything. So, yeah. So people I mean can't. that's what we get when we're set dressing. When you know it's like yeah. people are trying to get our budget down when the actor's getting eighty grand a week, mm-hmm. and then you're 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 trying to get two grand, and they're trying to get you on forty dollars for something. You know, you're like, okay, cool. But to be honest, I don't really even fret with that. I'm just so happy to have that as like, like. I'm so happy to not work as well because I have so much to do that I, I plan to not work. And then the work comes and then, you, you know, just bounce back and forth. So I'm working on this next job. It's like three months. And then I'll have enough money to fucking shoot cave teams. And I'm going yeah, yeah. to shoot a pilot. It's about Neanderthals. It's going to be fucking tight. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get, 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 you guys should get your cameos up in that shit. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, yeah. If, if you need a caveman, <laughs> look at this guy right here. I'll hit some bitches over a head it, with it a does, log, dude. I get more caveman than this dude. But yeah, it's... Uh, uh, male male bitches, no female bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is male bitches, dude. It is male bitches. Gender roles are switched. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, that's what I, I want to talk I'll about. Suck how, some dirty ass caveman dick. <laughs> you'd suck some pussy. Oh, wait, dirty ass caveman dick. Yeah, dirty. All sure. men. All men. <laughs> very uh, primal here. Very primal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to talk about how we met real quick because uh, I don't think I've ever talked about that show on the podcast. Because that was fun. Let's say it was like one of the the. Uh, I don't know how you were brought on to that show originally. Actually, I don't that even show. remember. Okay, it okay. must have been. It was might have been Andrew Colson. I I don't even know. May have been a friend. Okay, so it was like a tier one. How long were you out here? Ah, uh, man. I mean, we were union. Okay, the show was. The oh, sh- you just sorry. joined. Uh, the show was nine eleven with starring Charlie Sheen, mm-hmm. uh, where they're all like trapped in an elevator. Yeah. Um, in the twin towers. You've seen it? Oh I'm, no, that's it come out? I don't that's think it the came wrong out. title. That's Devil, dude. You're thinking of Devil. No, it's no. I'm not, <laughs> I know what I. Devil's actually a really good movie. <laughs> um, but it was there was a here it is. They were stuck. Twenty seventeen. Oh, it came out. I. Yeah. I wasn't oh, sure. Yeah, it came out. Okay, cool. I didn't know. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. 
Yeah, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Um, fuck, what's oh his name? My God, I put this oh, I've seen the trailer for this. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg plays like the security guard or something, yeah, right? She's on the cameras the entire time. I, I don't know anymore. But yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Michael, you're such a trooper on that job because you're like, you're so like, this is crazy, but we, we're going to do it. It is awesome. <laughs> and you're calm and cool. And like, to be honest, like, I'm like weirdly always crazy positive, but I, and I was just happy to see someone just like not get jaded on, on like, like, you know, crazy. I mean, it was like Long Beach, but it wasn't even that hard of a job. It was, it was, it was fine. It wasn't even, a fucking dude, no, no, no it, it wasn't even <laughs> Long Beach. It, it was like Compton, dude. There's Thunder Studios. That was like, oh. it was South Central, oh. like the, Central. It was like the only studios that are like in a gated like studios, but they're like dead center of Compton. They shoot most of like the, uh, fuck, like a lot of Tyler, any of the Tyler Perry stuff that shot here. Mm. they shoot at these studios and stuff like that. So it, it basically, it shot there and yeah, it was Whoopi Goldberg, Charlie Sheen, Luis Guzman was in it and they're all like trapped in an elevator. Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. I remember, I, I, I think I smelt Charlie before I saw him. <laughs> oh yeah, it was, okay, it was, it was literally. What does Charlie smell like? It was leather. <laughs> Leather, Leather and alcohol and cocaine, mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of cocaine. We, we, and uh, day old pussy. <laughs> it, no, it was it was it was right after, like right right after, like he was just all in the tabloids and like. Well, oh, it was like like the tiger blood thing. It was right after that. <laughs> like that must have been an awkward show. This up was to like set. this was like the first job he was allowed back on that he was hired. <laughs> on. That's why yeah. he was doing a tier one. He went from getting paid like five million dollars an episode to. The dog shit, oh, whatever yeah. they paid him on this tier one movie. Yeah, but he's still making art. I mean, it's still whatever. I mean, to be honest, like, why ever, Arts are, Arts why, why ever work. get upset at be the beauty that we get to do? I mean, we get to be on film sets for a living, so yeah. so it's such a nice thing. There's and literally Martin, a guy Martin with Sheehan a showed up a couple days. I remember. Yeah, and it was not that bad. It was literally it was a guy hunched over in a fucking coal mine right now, chipping away. Yeah, and who wants to go to the coal mine? I don't know why people are trying to get coal mines back. <laughs> <laughs> want to get that black lung, why man? <laughs> why are people fighting for coal that mines? Was like, I don't know one person. That was like Trump's. Like first speech, I'm like, what? Coal? That sounds really terrible. I thought we were past that, bro. Have you never seen uh, October Sky? Yeah. What's that movie? Yeah, yeah. With Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Zoolander. You're talking about Zoolander. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, I was, got the black lung pop. I was hired on this job though as a lead man set dresser, and as you know, I have not set dressed in a very long time. I think this was one of my earlier like it's five years ago. That, yeah, it was one of my first... At that point as well? You hadn't set trust in a while? It or? had to have been one of my first union jobs. I believe that was a union job, right? I think it was I mean, It was one of my first union jobs. I think either. it was one of my... I mean, Charlie Sheen pretty close. had to have been union. It was union, I think. I think it was union. Yeah, it was pretty it, it close. Was, it was low. It was tier one, though. I mean, he said some shit, but I doubt he kicked himself out of union features. No, I was the, I was the third... Lead man to be brought on because the lead man kept quitting because the set decorator wasn't the most, uh, she wasn't the most easy person to work with, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it, it, personalities, yeah, yeah, personalities, a little bit abrasive, you know what I mean? But like he said, it's like, we're doing it, (laughs) like most of the sets were pretty much just, uh, you were talking about it earlier, it's like you just destroy shit, it's like throw a piece of 
marble on the ground and walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Make it, you know, I mean, that's what I love about what we do is we sort of like get to live in spaces. We're like doing that and then and then making a feature film, you sort of the sets are mm-hmm. kind of important. You know, I like coming from art department to making films because it's it really makes who like, sprayed down the uh, steel beams with jet fuel is what I want to know. <laughs> yes, uh, that's a good question. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Nick, do you want to clap in or something? No. Okay. Um, I don't know why the main movie posters on the website are like in Chinese. Maybe that's where it released, man. <laughs> maybe that's, it did I bet release. It did good. Maybe yeah. it did better in China. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Whoopi Goldberg was the thing. Wait, who was it? It was Charlie Sheen, Whoopi Goldberg. There had to be a third. There had to be a third name on there. Uh, you want me to look, go back to the thing? Yeah, go back to the names. Let's see. Okay, ready. Yeah, so that was go. that was fun though. I mean, and what you do prop? Oh, more? Gina you Gershon. Do, you're prop master now, right? Yeah, I'm a prop master now. So I pretty much solely do, I've only done props. I, I don't think I've worked a set dressing job in a couple, probably two or three years to be nice. honest. With you. And even then, so like, smart. Even then, I think I was only working for like this one lead man that I really liked their crew because I don't know with set dressing. It's just not my type of personalities a lot of the time because um, it's usually a mixed bag, which there's a lot of really good, like really respectable set dressers that I like. But there's a lot of people that are literally in that department because they don't have the social skills to be on set. Yeah. Mm. If you know what I mean, like they're the people Play yelling. The yeah. They're the people yelling out the window of trucks at joggers. Yeah. Hey, baby. You know what I mean? It's stuff like that where I was like, eh. I could go without that. And I just didn't like being, I didn't like not being in the action. Like I'm, I'm a filmmaker. I like, yeah. I like seeing the stuff shot. I like seeing how it's framed yeah. up. That's I why like, I love, I got to do onsets and that's why I like doing onset. I like onset dressing. Yeah. I don't mind onset dressing. I, I, I would still, I, I have done that. Like when I started getting out of the actual set dressing, I just started onset dressing and then propping like kind of took over because i loved playing with the toys and it's just i like the history of the things i like the communication and the relationship you have with the director and the actors and like mm. you actually feel like you have a creative input. yeah prop master is i definitely one of the most recommendable like like positions on a film set as far as like your your what is it your life you know happiness and like you can like make a dump money not have enough bosses you know what i mean like you sort of yeah your department head you sort of like have your own kit like i don't know you just you get to do your thing like props is so cool right and i mean it's, it definitely is great yeah it's definitely department head with a little less responsibility mm-hmm. than other departments yeah uh I mean, it's, I don't know. You're the pro. It's all about the duty, not no, the job. Master. It is. It is. You, you don't. You don't have to answer to any. I mean, you have to answer to the director. You don't really even have to answer to the director. You have to work with the director. Yeah. So yeah. that was the thing. Is like, you. There's nobody really holding your hand. You have your own department under you, but it's like, you kind of show up, and it's like, you. They say what they want, and then you go out and you give them a handful of options of cool stuff. But you have to look up the history of the thing. You have to learn how the things work. Yeah. Because a lot of a lot of these props. Uh, most stuff that you have to work have moving parts if you're working on let's say something like star wars or something futuristic or something that doesn't exist you get to create this really fucking cool thing you know what i mean you Mm -hmm. get to create this ray gun like i mean most of the time it's like free reign it's like go crazy show me what you got you know what i mean so it's 
it, it's pretty cool and that's why sometimes i get a little bit upset that there's not like any sort of award for that yeah. to where yeah do you like working with actors you and me both. i love working with Good. actors yeah that's cool me too that's yeah and that's, that's depending that's on the thing actor is, well depending on the it's actor it's like thing. so easy to hate i gotta say it's like especially when you're talking in general about things i mean like as general as that is like like we don't know i don't know i, I like to just go on a set and like usually there's one person out of 99 that i'm like fuck that one person yeah exactly <laughs> but, but like most of the time i gotta say i'm just super happy on sets because it's like yeah it's, it's i'm comfortable there it's because it's everything's practical you you know you have to work but in a certain way and hit steps i mean it, it's nice and we get to build things and break them down and sort of like actually have some sort of creation so i mean you know, my only my only problem with sets is like you have these handful a lot of times you have first ads that Ugh. can be hit or miss so yeah. and, and it's not even like that like i get it their their job is hard and their job is stressful and they have to really be abrasive so their job is i don't mind for people who don't know the uh first ad's job is literally time that's all they give a shit about they it's, want it's, everything yeah. shot out so they're constantly on but it's you know, time but they're, they're safe there's safety there's safety, safety. Yeah. yeah i mean they're, they're the knights on the chessboard they can hop. they are they're mm. in charge they're in charge of pretty much making sure the show gets shot and done yeah. and the director achieves the all foreman. but yeah but i like i've, worked, I've <laughs> recently worked with this first ad that i have a conversation about the other day about and he it's it's i don't mind his work like he's very abrasive and he's very he's a lot but mm -hmm. that's all fine it's the way that he talks to people yeah. Yeah. like he talks down to people and it's like even background background a lot of people's like they're they're like the cattle I of know. the of the shows I mean, a lot backgrounds of are easy to talk down to they're easy to talk down they are to annoying shit. but he like when someone <laughs> a lot i mean depending on who it is let's say but yeah. he comes out and and, yeah. and will just be like all right. He's like, now what are we going to do today when it's time to do this? And the whole, he like trains like the whole background as like a thing. They, and like, he makes them answer. No, he does. He does. He stops. He's like, all right, what are we going to do? And then all of the, <laughs> oh my God. All of them in unison go, pantomime. Uh, all right. That's right. And it's yeah. like, dude. Uh, what the fuck it's is our trip you know dude and it's, it's, and it's it's like when you get pride into art like that and and get like like that's why also i write like when i had to make up the five i was like that was my one of my roles that i had to do that i really didn't want to do because you don't want to be at the front of the creative line that for like cheerleading and then in the back with like the whip trying to like move the, the, the right. cattle as well like it is a position that like people say you have to be mean but a good ad you don't makes the freaking world difference i mean yeah. that's like i will never go out again and not have an ad and not have a script soup right and not have props and not have yeah like, i will i'm not gonna do that again yeah and here's the thing it's not even about like the job i don't care what your job is i don't care how hard it is it's about being a human being it's about being a a person like we're all in this industry because we like it and we're passionate about it you know what i yeah. mean like nothing's so serious to where you need to treat somebody badly you know even if they fuck up like that's what i said it's like people in my crew at like uh, i have people that work under me all the time i mean freddie's been there he's fucked up and i've gone up and it's like 
dude, that's not how to do it. Here's how you, like, you can do yeah. it respectably to the, where they're like, okay, cool. I won't do it again. It's like, all right, they learned. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that's, that's really all it takes. And with the right people, you don't need to fucking bitch at them because they, they know they bitch at themselves. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. If you're passionate, <laughs> find friends that are really hard on themselves. No, it's true. Yeah. It's true because a lot of people that and work hard on their you, friends, I mean, you got to be hard on your friends too. Yeah. yeah you know? it's, it's true. It's important. And if one of you, like if one of your people come up to you, they're like, man, I'm so fucking sorry. I fucked up. Like, I got to tell you. It's like, yeah, what are you all right, do? all right. What is, like, come on. I had a guy recently <laughs> yeah. who was just late every day, but he, like, was so sweet. It's really, <laughs> he had the, the, the best go-to attitude. He brought, like, like empanadas or something in, and, like, just one of those guys, you go, yeah, okay, okay. You know what I mean? And you just go... I was you like, like I was you, picking you, you up empanadas. When you have your crew, <laughs> like as a leader, when you have your crew, it's like your your responsibility to make them better. And they're you're hiring someone that you can help make the job better. So right. it's like, like as long as you're doing your job, like I mean, you know, you can keep them. But it was funny because it's like every day I was like just a little late, but it's like okay. I usually give like a five. If you're five minutes late, I don't care. Yeah. Like it's like if you're like a minute late, like, oh fuck a minute. We yeah, did yeah. so much in that minute. I'm sorry, you know. No, it's like how dank were those empanadas though? Those yeah. were so good. <laughs> <laughs> Pity empanadas. That's why he was still around. Can I get another one of these Greek beers? You can, sir. Okay, I, let's explain this real quick. So he brought in a bunch of beers from set, and they've all have yeah. these super fake labels they're on from, them. They're from they're so from Rome. Th- I'm pretty sure they're 805s. They definitely taste like. So Wait, do people know? Like, uh, I assume some people who listen to this don't work in film. Greek, Greek is when you, we have to couple. What is what it? Is makes, it means you make it unrecognizable, which is what Greek is. Yeah. Right, what does right? it technically have to be? Uh, You're only allowed to show thirty percent. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- it, it, I believe it, it's thirty percent of a label. Yeah. yeah. You just get rid of the brand names in a yeah. way that makes it so people don't. Look at it. Yeah, these labels are pretty fire, though. Okay, so I mean, these aren't even Greek. These are just fucking they're just they're actual. Yeah, labels. they're custom labels. So I just finished drinking a hammered thumb beer. Yeah, they're all manly titles over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I got. Callous- that's what I'm saying. That's what a good Greek job is when it's not a Greek job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you got? I got calloused hands lager yeah. over here. Callous, and then I got work whistle wheat. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the work whistle was this is from uh, Tough as Nails, if I can say sure. leftover beers, and um, there's this work whistle that goes. And we basically they had we had to solve this work whistle like 30 times because it's like some a host wants it and you're like yes of course of course uh, <laughs> and and then but it also also was <laughs> really awesome to oh. do so that's why that work whistle beer is there so it's an important, important one the most hero prop so and then we also have uh, <laughs> we also have heck of a week so uh, those those are the those are the uh, fake beers here which is really like Sierra Nevadas and all this stuff oh we've hit that time man we flew through that already uh, want to talk about some TV movie stuff guys. TV movie, yes. yeah, just anything. I mean, yeah. Well, wait, wait. Before we do that, though, um, uh, we we did we've done this as a little bit of a segment. I think the I don't I think we didn't do it last episode, but I love doing this one because it's kind of funny. Let's do the random uh, topic generator real quick, okay? Oh, I would like to say one thing. We will be dropping the the trailer for Up the Five on the yes. Instagram. I assume. That'd be awesome. Or at least can we drop a whole trailer. We can drop a clip. No, or, we can drop a, a whole trailer. You, can drop you guys don't trailer. have to, but we I do have music if you need new, if you need to put it in. I don't know. Are we live or are we, this this is not live? No, 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 no. Live. I, I mean, okay, because I didn't think it was, guys. Okay? <laughs> yeah. This is not We're live, but here. Nick will not want to do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, um, we'll just shout out. Definitely. <laughs> All right, so let's generate this 
Yeah, fresh so topic so the, today. the the trailer will be dropping this week at some point after Wednesday to uh, show you what uh, up the five is. Hell all yeah, about. yeah, yeah. If you like the trailer, you will like the movie. I think. Yeah, you know, definitely. You know. Yeah, you go to our, support homegrown yeah. fucking trailers. I swear, I swear, editing a trailer was more difficult in some ways. Making something I'm sure because you like it's it's weird because you don't want to give away like story. Yeah. You but know, the trailer's got to be 10 yeah. times better than the movie. It yeah, always has it to. It has to. You have to make it as, you, I mean, that's the point of you it. You got to pull, yeah. That's why there's pull. a trailer there, right? Because people are going to see it first. You're like, uh. But, yeah, uh, it would definitely took us some time. But, like, you know, editing was really what we learned on Up the Five. Was I, We had two different editors who were supposed to come in and... But they were full-time editors, so you know you're asking like a masseuse, right. "Can you come home and give me a massage?" You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, sorry, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, so yeah. you basically, my brother and I, we were forced to edit this movie, and we were stoked. Learning I mean, again, yeah, yeah, we learned get as much coverage as you can, yeah, yeah. and like you know, like follow your gut too. <laughs> That's the best way to learn, though. You learn yeah. under fire, dude. Under fire for sure. Yeah, and have fun. That's like, totally. I'm two years deep, man, and I. Hell know yeah. how to do more shit than people who were five. Yeah, just because he jumped in. I worked the, for a production designer who was like, "Well, do it." He wasn't like, "Let me teach you how to do it." He was like, "Figure it out." Yeah, you jumped into the deep end. And then when I fucked up, he was like, "You piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> you fat fuck." Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> harsh dude. You tiny dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a rad dude. Yeah, Shout he out sounds to great. He sounds great. No, just very passionate. That's the thing. That Spanish passion. The old coach. The yeah. old coach kind of. <laughs> All right, Freddie. Death is too good for you. Freddie. <laughs> yeah, what's up? What weird or useless talent do you have? Uh, hmm. <laughs> weird or useless? It's got to be a lot. There, there's got to be a lot I, of them, dude. I don't use a level. I I like to my my superpower. You have a set superpower, right? What is I, it? <laughs> I, I I can level things without having a level. And, mm -hmm. and have you checked your work and made? No, sure? I never check my work. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I do. So I yes, do. I just, so I'm pretty good. I mean, I level the things that need to be leveled, but I, I usually that's you know everyone but has you, one little cork. You have a level I though. I, have a level. I wouldn't say that's useless though, because as a set dresser, I mean that's important. Yeah, but how? Yeah, useless kind of just cuts. Everything that you're good at off because everything's useful. So well, I feel yeah. like we should. Is it, what weird talent do you have? Sure, Let's go sure. with what okay, weird okay. talent. Okay, talent. what weird talent do you have? Let's go back to you. Give me a sec. <laughs> um, I can, I can juggle with different shaped fruits. Nice. Mm. Nice. <laughs> That's a normal weird talent. <laughs> so if you're juggling an orange else. and an apple and I toss a goddamn banana at you, you got it. I'm, I'm sure. You want to test okay. that shit out? <laughs> uh, juggle some motherfucking bananas. Yeah, that's another thing that we'll be dropping on the Instagram <laughs> this yeah. week. I can have sex and listen to music at the same time. See, I can't do that. I have ADHD. I have ADHD. We need to pause movies. We need to turn off music. I need to focus. <laughs> so if a movie's playing, you're like, hold on. Pete yeah. and Pete's about to meet up with Gordy or whatever. I'm just thinking about the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait. The microwave's not bad. <laughs> ah, Weird. Weird talent. Um, <coughs> I don't know. I'm good at everything. This is hard. 
If, if you what are you bad at? What are you bad at? Yeah, what are you bad nothing, at? Nothing. Nothing. It's weird. Yeah, that is some uh, fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're so above good at most things, bad at nothing, and I'm I'm pretty amazing at almost everything. So it's like a level of excellence. I mean, he's, yeah. he's working at rock climbing. He struggled pretty hard to get up something that I free soul pretty much to help get him down. So. <laughs> First time I rock climbed was like my I was using my muscles for like I swear like a half an hour, and the guy's like, "Don't use your muscles." Just I was like, I was a half an hour yeah. on the fucking thing. I'm such an use idiot. Your feet, man. Don't yeah. use your muscles. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. That yeah. reminded me of my fucking uh, driving school instructor. He was like, we'd be going downhill, and he'd be like, oh, don't use the brakes to slow down. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> all right. All right. We'll start off with our base uh, guest question that we give all of our guests for this segment. Um, oh, yeah. Um, I'll let Freddie ask it. It's his question. Uh, so what three movies will you watch every six months at least until the day you die? Oh, that's good. I'd say probably like Good Bull Hunting, Truman Show. And Ooh, Fiction, good ones. And, uh, yeah. Matrix. Okay. Those are more I don't know. No, no, no. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. No. Yeah. I don't know about Matrix. Matrix is one of the ones that you, you don't have to watch over and over again. But I really got it. It's got to be a comedy um, definitely. It's definitely for rewatchability. Common. See, he's thinking the rewatchability factor. That's what you know was real for us was like to make a movie that you could watch again. Yeah, yeah. that was the big deal for us. Yeah, we're up to five. It was. Right. That was like the purpose was like, can you make a film that when they finish it, they go, oh, I wouldn't mind watching that again. Yeah, like, yeah. see what the hell happens. Right, you, right. You know. So I mean? you fill it with uh, tiny little things that you notice yeah. on the third one. So up to five is my third. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Truman Show is, I think, probably yeah. one of mine, too, actually. Uh, so People come really... in here and they give us, like, art house movies, and I'm like, fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my number one is Forrest Gump. Yeah, I'll Forrest watch Gump. Forrest Gump. So good. Shawshank actually, Redemption yeah. is one of mine, too, I yeah, think. Yeah, Shawshank is, like, one of the ones. Uh, Gilbert Grape, actually, for me, before th uh, those two that you guys just said, I love Gilbert Grape. Actually, yeah. I worked with a costumer who worked on Gilbert Grape, oh, and nice. uh, she told me a funny story. She was like... Uh, uh, what's his name? Leo DiCaprio never broke character. Yeah. Wow. So all of them thought he was really mentally challenged. They were taking bets like, wow. what, five bucks? You think he's mentally challenged? <laughs> one of his best roles. He didn't also, break Wild it. America was a big one as a kid for oh, us. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, I, Homeward okay. Bound was a big one. I have a crazy yeah. DVD collection. And I'd love to look through Wild it. America, yeah, you should when you get out of here. Wild America was one that was like missing and I couldn't find it anywhere in any store. I had to pay $110 yeah. off eBay yeah. to get the DVD no, no, of that movie. No, you did not. Yes, I did. Oh I was like, God. I want that fucking movie. <laughs> because when you wanted it, you wanted it. You're like, I, I yeah. really wanted well, it. Well, Wild America is like the most feel-good movie of all time. Like, just it's brothers. pretty good. Really? Yeah. Oh, Nick, we're going to watch that, like, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really good. I mean, if, if, if you guys have listened, I mean, I haven't talked about it in a while. I should get a candle for him. JTT is, like... Mm. One of my favorite child actors that I think should have stuck oh, with it. Wow. I truly think that he'd be at like Johnny Depp level if he stuck with it. But now he's apparently he's hanging yeah. out at bars in North Hollywood and just doesn't want anything to do with the acting world. Yeah. So he had that fame and walked away. Well, Rush also, Hour Two also one of the best sequels yeah, ever. Dude, I, I think that's because I didn't watch the Rush Hour One. If you just start with the sequel, yeah, 
you know. But anyway, I would say go well hunting and Truman Show were good though. I watched Truman Show when I was stuck when I had COVID out in Colorado in the van. That movie so, was so ahead yeah. Of when time. I was quarantined trying to work off my COVID, I watched the entire uh, Breaking Bad series. Awesome. And I, Truman Show was one of my night movies that I watched though too. So that was definitely on the list. Yeah, I think Jim's that's one of Jim Carrey's oh, best. Amazing. Ever. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what was your too. final three though? I think up to five was the third one. Yeah, I had okay. To say. Up to five. Oh, I, well, yeah. well, I don't know yet because we just came out with it like a month ago. So I don't know how I'm going to feel in like three months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, months. yeah. We'll check back in. But, we'll check back in. But, yeah. I, would, I would assume that that's accurate. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll get on to some more movie news. Um, so Selena just came out on Netflix. Yes. Selena, uh, about the famous Mexican uh, pop star, right? Is that, is that a good yeah. job mm-hmm. to put it in? Yeah. And. God, it's fucking good. Our one of our our buddies and soon to be partial. Um, um, he's gonna be our co-host every once in a while. Jesse Hughes actually, but he's been on the show a couple times. He on this show, yeah, he's been on the show twice, and mm-hmm. he'll, he's probably gonna be on next week and the next few weeks going after. Um, which I that's a good time to say. I think Bill's gonna be taking a break for a little while, so I think this is the new guy that's gonna be coming in, yeah. which is Jesse. So he's been on the show a few times. He has a leading role in Selena, and he fucking what? kills it. I want to say it's like, it's it's such it's a he Netflix original. He literally looks like Richard Ramirez. Yes, <laughs> I yes, saw him, and I was like, here, bro, that's the Night Stalker. <laughs> no, it's amazing. When he comes onto the show, I, a huge shout out to Jesse. Like, congratulations, dude. You fucking killed it in this role. The show is yeah. amazing. I can't I, wait to watch I've been bitching, it. dude. It's been so good. The show is so fucking good to watch. It's definitely binge worthy. And he got paid to fucking be in Rosarito for how long? And like, he got paid to be in Rosarito. Rosarito. So, yeah, dude. He, he got paid to just chill out down there in Mexico in like a fucking awesome town. And yeah, the I would say the best scene is the one of the first scenes that he comes in where he knocks on Selena's door. They open the door and she's looking at him, and they have like that dreamy sequence of him mm-hmm. at the door. Like she's like, "Oh, you're time cute. slows down." Yeah, it, it does. It does. <laughs> it's just him with like this long magic <laughs> moment when the your lips are close yeah. to mine. Oh my <laughs> god, it's not something you should laugh out loud. But if like your friends, really good friends with the character, it's yeah, kind of those like, "Oh my god, this is so." Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny for us because it's like, oh, that's fucking Jesse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're I'm I'm I. We just started watching. Me and Jackie just started watching it today, and we, Netflix we original, made it up to right? like yeah, it's a Netflix original. We've so already wait, made it's it's episode episodic? six. Yeah, it's it, episodic, man. And Selena Gomez. Wait, what is what is it? It's a no, limited it's not run. Selena though, Gomez. Right? <laughs> Sel- Selena, Selena the the she was that you you know Mexican the Mexican uh, girl Selena. No, that, I don't. I'm uh, so, Jennifer I'm, no, Lopez. I'm the lead. No, ask me about any music. I'm the least hit she's probably your brother probably knows who she is like she is the most famous pop artist to come out of mexico she didn't even come out of mexico she came out of texas well like mexico it's uh what's the artist's name with the unibrow nick oh that's uh god damn jackie's gonna kill me it's selena (laughs) and that girl that like you go to any like street market and you'll see pictures of both of them. Frida Kahlo, all the way down. Yeah, Frida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Frida Carlo. <laughs> Carlo, not Carla. <laughs> Frida Kahlo, which who's, she's way better than her her boyfriend. Frida Kahlo. I'm sorry, she's way more original. I gotta say, it's originality. I don't it's know what, the boyfriend. Uh, he was a better art. He was a better. His art was better, but she was a better artist. You know. What the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> you mean you, you know what I mean? Or like you see someone and they do great art, but they're an asshole, or they, uh, or or you're a great artist and your art isn't as good, but you as an artist, the way that you do it is 
better. So, you know, you could. She was a better person. I don't know. She just was, was more original. Yeah. I mean, she could have she could have picked up a razor at the store. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, back then it didn't matter. It was probably a sign of great, great, you know. Yeah, you yeah, know how hard it was in Mexico was to find a razor back then? <laughs> yeah. That was like the big bucks, dude. Pretty easy. Yeah, Fucking, yeah, yeah. W- when was she around? Third eyebrow. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Let's move, I don't let's know. Congratulations to Jesse, basically. Yeah, dude, the show's awesome. So his Please, friend like, is his friend is the, the one of the lead. Or no, uh, he is the lead. He one is. of the leads. Oh yeah, yeah, God, yeah. So massive. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's one of his first big acting roles. So it was, yeah, good on him, dude. He's killed it in that. It's really good part. Really good show. The yeah. whole thing is amazing. Check dude. it out. He was uh, definitely. You're, you're gonna, what, the minute you watch the first episode, you're gonna watch all of them within two days, guaranteed. I'm stoked. I think I was out here for like two weeks, and I went over to uh, Tyler and Jesse's, and instantly they were just mad chill with me. So he's a fucking, he's a great dude. Yeah, great, great. He, dude. he deserves. Okay. Um. So, man, we're running out of time quick. I'm not gonna get to all these. Okay. I'm just gonna get to this one because I've been holding it off for a little bit. I just saw. Not too long ago, I want to pull this up on IMDb. Uh, I didn't know there were these sub movies that like went with like spoofs. They're kind of like parody movies against a lot of like comedies, though. Nice. So you have like the scary movie and stuff, which is like the spoofs on. Ugh, we're gonna real talk horror about movies. this movie. Yeah, we're, we're just for a second, just because like okay. I, it's so ridiculous that this was there. So this one I saw, I think it was on Netflix or Amazon or who. It was one of the. Tri- so this one's called Forty One Year Old Virgin. Who knocked up Sarah Marshall and felt super bad about it? Oh my God, are you joking? Me? No, I, I <laughs> am not. Amazing. I am not joking you at that all. That project got funding, by the way. Yeah, I was about to say. Now. Please tell me they have the budget somewhere. It 100% got funding, and you could look like it's straight up the characters. But the weirdest thing about it is a lot of the act, like the people. Great title. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the people who are playing the certain actors are going by. They're not going by the character's name from the original movie. They're going by the actor's name. <laughs> so the Seth Rogen guy who played, like, Is Seth. yeah, he, he's Seth. He's not <laughs> whatever he was in fucking Forty Year Old Virgin. Or 40, yeah, Forty Year Old Virgin. He's just Seth. <laughs> yeah, Jonah. <laughs> the guy who played Jonah Hill is just a Jonah. <laughs> yeah, they really created. Whoever that. talked That's people amazing. into fucking throwing money at this, you need to hire for the next feature, dude. I wonder if they had their title first, or if if they just like waited. They like, definitely no. had. The title. Oh, oh, no, wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say I made it. Yeah, you're so I made right. it. <laughs> I made it seventy-five percent into this movie before shutting it off. So that's fifty percent more than anybody else did. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I like. There's. I, I found out like this isn't the only movie. Like there's a whole like sub. Like, this is a whole thing. Like, people, I mean, it's got a 2.6 on IMDb out of 10. But there's also, like... Two, can we uh, read it? Is there a review that's bad? Is that, can we, yeah, we can, I mean, sure. <laughs> so my brother and I, we have this, uh, we want to make a podcast one day. It's called uh, Cry for Yelp, where we mm-hmm. just re- read Yelp reviews in a very terrible way, manner, the way that they probably were written or something like that, and maybe even acted oh, out a like, little bit. Um, Oh, what was that website? <laughs> a dramatic reading of a breakup letter.com? Yes, yeah, so just something, something like that or, or whatever, but just because you, no one's reviewing Yelp reviews. And yeah. it's, who's guarding the guard? You know, you really got to get that. Man, Wait, you go to that are, website. I don't are they know. One if it's, star? Are they, do, uh, no, they're all one star. Uh, so, it's so, uh, sad. I, I just, it's so easy <laughs> to review. 
I'll read the top one. Okay. I the the, the tagline is I think the no, new I word needs need to be to created find for this type the of movie star. I think you need to find There's a ten no star. ten star. There's gotta be There's one. There's no ten star, dude. There's okay, one guy in Alabama. My God, this star. was bad. I expected this to be bad, but not this bad. I literally laughed twice throughout the whole movie. This looked like the actors are interesting for like ten seconds. Then you go, oh yeah, he does look like a and sound like so and so, and then it's all downhill from there. <laughs> Story is utterly pointless, and it just goes on with more. Doesn't shit it give like you that. hope when someone can make such a bad movie, though? Doesn't it give you like the the, the best inspiration because you're like, oh, like someone with the worst idea with the worst thing still did it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you literally get like you fucker. Dude, you know what I mean? Well, not only that, but he reached this guy enough to write a review. There's one for Hangover yeah, too. Yeah, long review. At yeah. That. There's That's one. a fucking paragraph, bro. <laughs> I haven't written a paragraph since fucking yeah. freshman year of high school. Yeah, I used to always write in conclusion at the last paragraph. There's, I, I don't know what it's officially called, but there's one for The Hangover, too, where they're all playing the same fucking character and yeah. hungover in a different era. I don't fucking know. If I were ever to make a sequel film, I wouldn't make the first film. I'll call it Einstein 2, but make it about Einstein's brother. That's super dumb. <laughs> and it's That's played, pretty good, actually. Uh, it's played by, uh, what's the guy from Step Brothers? Not... Uh, uh, Will oh, Ferrell? It, it, no, no um, John C. Riley. John yeah. C. Riley plays Einstein. It's called Einstein Two, <laughs> and he plays the dumb brother that actually helps invent everything. Because there's never been an Einstein movie, so you just make the sequel Einstein Two, starring him, and he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh guys. Well, that's uh, that's pretty good actually. There's fucking there's Naked Gun. What's the sequel to Naked Gun? It's, it's like three and a half or something. Yeah, like that. I'm just saying, don't make an Einstein Clothed One. Gun. No Einstein One, just Einstein Two. Mm. Okay, let's do table read, guys. Uh, Nick, do you want to? We have all know the story us? of Einstein. Let's just skip to the second. <laughs> okay, um, for table read this week. So for all those, you know, it's a fairly new segment. Um, I don't know if we had it on the Adam Sandler bit, but it may have been the first show we actually had this on. Um, so we're doing this new segment uh, called table read, to where we take a, a famous scene from a script. And we kind of take our own characters and we make our own characters out of it. So we're not going to do it like they did in the movie. Okay, cool. So kind of make nice. your own person of it. We'll assign a, a person to each and uh, somebody will narrate too. So for this one, I asked you before you came in what your favorite movies were. And the first one you said was Fiddler on the Roof, which... There's too much singing in that to be able to break down one to yeah, rightfully do it. I can't believe yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to do that movie. <laughs> Yo, Ezra's been trying to talk me into watching Fiddler on the Roof. It's actually... And I'm like, I refuse. No, no, no. Talk about, like, it's a freaking... It's, it's amazing. Unpolite. You said you just watched it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, like yeah. A, it's like... It's, so it's pretty crazy. The other movie you said was Blue Streak. Blue Streak. Okay. Because <laughs> I was talking to my brother. I was on the phone with my brother when I got this, and Blue Streak was like one of our go-tos as kids. Yo, Blue Streak yeah. and Black Knight. Yes. W right. And once you said Blue Streak, I was like, we can definitely do a scene from Blue Streak. Good. Okay. So I called Dave Chappelle. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm assuming that's the scene we're going. Yeah, with. so you can do Tully. Yeah, okay. So that's that. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me. I, I'll, I'll do that. But let me go ahead and pull up the IMDb so you guys know who is who in this. How many characters do we have? There's four characters, so oh, okay. one of us will have. You to don't do... need to pull up the IMDb. I know. I'll play. Can I play the lead guy or who's playing the lead guy? Did you? Want you want to be I've Martin Lawrence? You want to be Martin Lawrence? Well, yeah, sure. I'm sound. Okay, uh, but unless you want it, you be Martin. No, 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 you be no, 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 no. Is there another good role? Is there a good? 
there's the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I don't. I really don't care. Okay, well, I'll, the, I'll key, let, the key. Let is me play anybody. We don't do impressions. We yeah, do yeah, our yeah, own yeah. take. Nick, okay. do you want to okay, be? You. Do you want to be? Who's in the scene though? It's Martin Lawrence characters is Miles, Miles Logan. That's. So whoever you do, so you, Miles. No, you, you no, 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 no. I'm. I'll be. I'll probably actually. Well, do you want a narrator? The way Mike is fighting sure, for it, I think it. What? There's a lot of narration. Um, there's a lot of narration, but they're all like okay. 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 I'll do narration I'm with the, the least okay. character. Then you'll have to do the narration, and you'll have to do Detective Rizzo. <laughs> yeah. Rizzo. Okay. okay. So I'll I'll do Melissa. Okay. And that's the lawyer for Detective Dave Rizzo. Schiff. Remind me, he's like a, a face that I would recognize, right? Um, here, I'll pull him up real Who's quick. Who's he? He is. <laughs> this is such a funny idea. I, I love know. <laughs> I cannot believe Blue Streak got oh, in. Oh yeah, this. dude, what was he in? He was big in. Like, he was in Blue Streak. He was in Blue Streak. No, <laughs> go, go down to his thing. He was big in the nineties. He was in something. Yeah, he was yeah, in LA Confidential. Yeah, LA Confidential. And yeah. Battlestar Galactica. All right, let's try it. Let's go, guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. I'm going to play the lawyer for Dave Chappelle's Fertelli character, and her name's Melissa. You'll do Rizzo. That's the detective. He has the least amount of lines, but you'll do the narrations, too, which okay. is going to be great. Wait, who's Dave Chappelle's? What's his character? He's name? Tully. Tully. You're, so okay. you're, you're Tully. Okay. So this is a scene from Blue Streak. This is during the interrogation room. Um, just to set it up real quick, um, yeah. Miles and Tully kind of had a deal going on. To they were con men beforehand. Right. And Miles and is a detective now, or a cop well, now. No, no. He's Miles, a cop, yeah. <laughs> Miles is pretending to, pretending to be a cop because before he went to prison, he left diamonds in the ceiling of this space that was then turned into a police station. Oh, this movie. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I love this movie. Now. So I couldn't find a script, so I broke it down. So this is going to be way easier than a lot of the ones that we've okay. got. I think. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Nick, you'll narrate and you will do Rizzo. All right. Here we go. This is awesome. Miles Carlson and Rizzo walked down a police station <laughs> hallway heading towards an interrogation room. All right. <laughs> so he said he says he has information about another robbery but he says he will uh, only talk to the officer that arrested him they approach the interrogation room that is holding Talia smiles okay. quickly peels in okay well I'll talk to him alone <laughs> alright we'll be watching <laughs> Miles enters the room and startles Tully <laughs> as he's picking at his face in the two-way mirror. What the hell is going on, man? You said I would only spend one night in jail. Miles rushes over to cover uh, Dolly's mouth and stop him from talking. <laughs> Miles jerks Dolly's head. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> More violently signaling him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Carlson and Rizzo entered the room on the other side of the one-way mirror to watch as, My, uh, as Miles is still grunting and Tully to signal him to be quiet. Both their backs are, at, are to the mirror. What is it? They're whispering, by the way. Yeah. You said I was only going to spend one night in jail. It's, it's only been one night. Where's my 50 grand? 50? 50, I said 20 grand. 
well, maybe it's 50 now, because I ain't even... <laughs> Before he can finish his sentence, Miles kicks out of the chair from under Tolly and tackles him to the ground. Oh. <laughs> Melissa? Now, Melissa. On the other side of the one-way mirror, woman lawyer Melissa enters the room with files. Detectives! <laughs> I've been assigned to Mr. Tully. On the other side of the glass, mes- uh, the glass miles, is wrestling and roughing up Tully as he screams and throws oh! him around the room. No! Mal oh! presses Tully no! face up against the glass directly in front of Melissa. Great! That's it! <laughs> oh my god! Oh wait! Oh my God! What in the world? What's going on? What is this? Miles and Tully, by the ear, still yelling and slams him into the interrogation table. Miles continues to try to hold his hand over Tully's mouth, and Melissa, as Melissa barges in. Ah! Uh-uh. Take your hands off my client! Oh, uh, thank you. There's no use. He ain't talking. That's because your hand is over his mouth. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tully's still muffled with a hand over his mouth, points to Melissa, shaking his head. Both Rizzo and Carson enter the room. Miles removes his hand from Tully's mouth. Yeah, I think we've uh, accomplished enough for the day. (laughs) Now, wait a second now. This guy said he has information on another case. <laughs> now, I want to know. Are you jerking our chains or not? I ain't jerking your chain, fella. <laughs> this guy Logan owes me $50,000. If I don't get it soon, I'm talking. All right. Now, who's logging? And what do you want to know about him? <laughs> All I can tell you, sir, is that he's gay. Gay! Gay! That's it. I've had enough of this guy for one day. <laughs> And Miles cuts off and held back as he lunges to try to grab Tolly. No. We certainly have. Come with me. You are going to hear from my office, detectives. You made me bite my tongue. Come with me. <laughs> Next time, use a farm book on him. And then they took my shoelace. <laughs> they took my goddamn shoelace. He's talking to Melissa as they're walking down. <laughs> I'll be hearing from your office. Look at him. Look how she's all over him. Then he said I was ugly and I couldn't get re- <laughs> I couldn't read good. <laughs> Wait, let me take that again. Yeah, yeah. Then he said I was ugly and I couldn't read too good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that's scene. <laughs> and scene. And scene. Okay, Damn. that was that was good definitely check, that, that was what do you see when you have an actor who could do miles and you like he does it good and you do it and you go, like, oh yeah, this shit is hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, dude. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Last week we had an actor on the podcast and we were like doing like crazy voice like that. Then he did like his his character was like a perfect British dude that was like super on yeah. point. We're like, oh, we're yeah. It was, it, was, it was stand by me. Yeah, it was a stand by me. 
I like the comedy scenes way more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. Okay, that was a good one. Good job, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's do our top 10. I'm glad we did Blue Streak. I'm glad we did. Yeah, Blue Streak. When, at the first one, I was like, how the fuck am I going to do Fiddler on the Roof? And then you said Blue Streak. I was like, got it. <laughs> Perfect. So, all right. Yo, let- can we do top five? I got to piss like a motherfucker right now. Um, you can do. You can go piss while we do our honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go piss right now. So for our top ten, we're going to do best action adventure movies. Oh, hell yeah. Which is a good one. So um, I'm going to run through the honorable mentions real quick. Yeah, we could do this. All right, we're going to run through our honorable mentions real quick because this is a top 50 list, actually. So, yeah, we'll run through. We won't talk about the lower ones. We can say a couple things about the the top 20 but top top 50 is black hawk down yeah 50 is black hawk down um this oh this this is uh i was gonna go with the rotten tomatoes list for this one but rotten tomatoes is a great list to go for if you're just talking about movies that have been recent because they take the most recent movies and they automatically Ah. jump to the top of a lot of these lists so like I, I, I'm a little bit biased against them because I don't think yeah, they... Yeah, that's a weird ratio. It is. So I don't think they... Because I think a movie will come out and they'll automatically give it like the top ratings, but over time, it'll start to get a few more negative ones and it'll start to work its way down the list. So wow. this list is from manofmany.com. So if you want to check it out and follow along with us, I know you won't, but it's okay. So number 50... <laughs> if you're this far, you will. Yeah, if you're this far. Yeah, number 50 is Black Hawk Down. Um, number 49. That was a quick piss. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. Matrix Reloaded. Did you just say number 50? How is Matrix Reloaded? Or, this is the honorable mentions. Yeah. What is the name of the, the Let's list? skip action, down to like action, adventure. Action, adventure movies. Let's uh, skip down to number 20. Bro. Matrix Reloaded. 48's Dirty Harry. Well, there's some good ones. The Fugitive. Looper. Kick-Ass. Whoa. Kick-Ass? Robocop. Okay, see, these are pretty far down. Rogue, Rogue One, One was good. I actually liked Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, I loved Rogue One. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Rogue One yeah, was by far the best yeah. uh, okay. side story. Yeah, so, I agree. This is a, a bold list because there's, a, I mean, there's so Face many. Off, I, I actually never saw it. Face Off. Some, I mean, all these are amazing. Never Blue Eyes. Face Off? Golden Eye. Golden Eye? Wait, wait, wait. Golden Eye's not up higher. That's one of the best Bond films of all. I know. That's, That's like, what I'm saying. Probably I was like, the best Bond we're, film. We're in like the 50s, like we're, we're in the 30s right. now, and like we've already seen some of the best action movies yeah. like on my whole Wait, time list. Lucy, Lucy. Lucy should not be there. <laughs> Lucy above Golden. Yeah. Ugh, point Break. We did a scene from Point Break a, ri- a couple of weeks I, I, saw it, I saw it again. It I think that was the yeah, first yeah. one. Right? I think the first one we did was yeah. a scene from Point Break. So that movie still is great. Uh, aliens. Whoa. Uh, aliens. Okay. Yep. Kill Bill Vault. Okay. This should be way higher. Way higher. Kill. First Blood should be way higher. Wow. Uh, 33 is a fifth element. Uh, Predator. Action adventure. Action adventure. Yeah, action adventure, man. Uh, Sicario should not be this high in the list. Django Unchained, probably a good spot for it. I like Django. Yeah, that was was amazing. Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. Oh, my God. What movie... Okay, Brave Braveheart. Okay, Ooh. I think so far. Okay, they better keep getting better. Yeah. Taken. Last okay. Crusade, though, by far the best Indiana. Lethal Weapon number twenty six. Jurassic Park number. Two. Okay, the list is consistent. Okay. It's so far, it's so good. Twenty four right. is Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. I'll take that. Twenty three Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible is still great. I love. Really? Better than Last Crusade, though. No, I don't know, but it's a good action. Yeah, adventure. I don't think it should be this high. Yeah, though. I don't think so, the yeah. Born Identity should not be this high. 
I'd put it up there. Though. It's a good movie. It's a yeah. great movie. I wa- I watched the entire Born series when I was in the van with Corona. Also, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so nice. exciting. I fucking yeah. love seeing this shit. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah. So I got to be the onset dresser for Taika on what we do in the shadows. No, you on, did not. On the pilot. Really? On the TV show. On the TV show on the pilot. And so I was the onset dresser. No, you so, were not. Yes. Yeah, so Taika. You and worked Jim- with Taika. Yeah, Taika and Jermaine. <sighs> Can we call him by his government name? <laughs> Taco White Titties? Yeah. So he was really amazing. And that's the my favorite set I've ever been on was what we do in the shadows of the pilot. He's yeah. he's becoming one of my favorite directors like of all time. Yeah, he's like Wes Anderson with heart. Yes. He's better. Every single one of his, okay, his movies are all hilarious and they don't take it. Like you start out, like it pulls everybody in because every movie does pretty much. It's like the beginning is like, all right, this is funny. Yeah. This is a satire, nothing serious. Then second act is like, oh, yeah. This is he knows he knows how to serious. talk to the actors for sure. So he goes from high up to way deep down into the hearts, and then he ends it right in a medium perfect, like brings humor back. Oh, that's a good way keeps, to put it. Yeah, dude. So like to go from that high to like you get people rearing, and then you suck them in, and then you hit them in the heart, yeah. like real hard. But then you bring them back up enough to. There's where, a word for that. It's like a comedy. It's a there's a, there's like it starts with the C. There's a word when you start with like a big opening where you love the characters and then you, you bring it down please don't use the c word on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> but, but he does all his movies like yeah, even this amazing. like but he's so organic with his humor that like it, he can take the most serious movie and put like you've never really seen that much humor in a marvel movie in to- until ragnarok he got, and he it's got like, the hulk correct and the hulk was big for me so i was like uh, he hit the hulk correctly yeah he made the hulk stay big yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what, what you yeah. should do. You have the character be the yeah. character. It's me. Yeah. I lost my hammer, but yeah. you know. So he was like a he was like my, my brother was a huge fan of him and that was he's definitely you know, one I'm of those a massive guys. fan, dude. Have, have, you, have you seen the movie What We Do in the Shadows? So fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Werewolves. <laughs> All right. So what do we got? werewolves. What we okay. Got? Independence, Independence Day. Number yeah. 20. Yeah. Number definitely. 20. Definitely. Okay. Definitely Independence Day. Should be higher, actually. Con Air. I would put Independence Day in front of Con Air. Uh, Con Air better than The Last Crusade. Come on now. Yeah. I don't know about that. Bad Boys. Okay. All right. Number 18. They can stay there. Bad Boys Yo, can definitely this, stay there. This top 10 better be fucking Amazing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Number 17. Speed. Better than uh, I think it should be. I, th- I think speed should be in the 40s. If it's on this list, it should be in the 40s. I agree. Yo, wh- what is okay? This? Casino Royale Man. deserves the number 16 yeah, position. Top two best uh, Bond movies. This is one of the best Bond movies for sure. Yeah, Goldeneye being Goldeneye. number one. Yeah, and that's way down, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So number 15, let's see, is 300. I okay. loved that movie. I loved it too. This is fun. Yeah, I mean. Has anybody watched it since it came out? No, dude. I got <laughs> to rewatch that fucking Has anybody on the planet watched this they since it came out? They made a sequel to it too. Like, there was such a big movie once it came out. Yeah. Yeah, the sequel was 200. There was 100 less. Gerard Butler. And that's an actor that can kind of. Remember, do I was in the genre. front row of this movie 300 when it came out, and I was sitting there right next to my friend's With dad. I think hurting. I was like 12. <laughs> we needed the friend and his dad to get us in the movie, and I remember just sitting there, just right next to my friend's dad. Like it was so lame. I remember we went with our <laughs> Greek friend and his mom. Nice. Our Back friend, when people uh, went to movies together. Our friend Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom. Greek it was her second like, yeah, time. I love that tattoo. Uh, we went with our balding friend Dimitri. <laughs> I can say it with anything. 
His mom like took us to see it, even though it was her second time seeing it. She's like, "Oh, you must see the people, my people." All right, number fourteen, Lord of the Rings. Uh, I don't like Lord of the Rings movies. The first one is good. I'm sorry. Return Give the, 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 the first movie. one's really good. The first Lord yeah, of the Rings. All of them are very good. Yeah, Mikey's just I, I like an those. idiot. No, <laughs> um, I see why you I have like the, the clerks for you, dude. I have the. That's a, it's just a, a very glorified battles for them just to walk to a thing and then jump on a thing to drive go back the yeah, I don't know the, I don't yeah. know yeah I don't know keep trying to describe it no <laughs> I, th- that's how long it's been since I've actually yeah. watched it because I didn't care that much so anyways number 13's Iron Man that was a big through okay okay and Glorious Bastards number 12 it's probably my favorite yeah. uh Quentin Tarantino movie yeah I think it's probably top three for me for I mean, him. Some, I mean, when the, the bear's coming down that fucking tunnel, like yeah. you feel those bangs off the wall. Yeah. So. On our last podcast, I think we mentioned it, uh, but it's been a blow mind for most people. Do you know the the was it the Jew Bear? Is that his name? Yeah. That the Bear our, Jew. The Bear Jew. There we go. San, uh, Adam Sandler, Adam right? Sandler, dude. Is that fucking crazy? Kind of wild. It's a, I wish he did it though. <laughs> oh, I know. Did Fucking that, Teddy Williams. Yeah, definitely one of my. Fa- it is my favorite for sure. Favorite bad, uh, Brad movie. Pitt performance. Definitely. You don't think Pulp Fiction is better than no? This? No. For what Pulp Fiction? Did, I do love Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it, for what it did, it like you know, but this I, is Glorious more, Bastards is. You're right. I mean, it, it's it's one of the best. Yeah, Glorious yeah. Bastards is more entertaining. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a full. Easy, you can follow it. Yeah. Like it's it's. I like. It's I love. I love it's Pulp re-watchable. Fiction, but it, Pulp Fiction is. Yeah, yeah. yeah Pulp Fiction's it. more. Yeah. Of an art house film. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a great but way. But this to is more of just shut your brain off and be entertained. Yeah. All right. Uh, come when on. When Hitler's face is just getting fucking Skyfall? number no. eleven, Skyfall. Get the fuck Skyfall out of here. Skyfall is garbage. Okay, let's start our number ten with a giant Sony Pictures logo. Number ten. Oh, fuck oh you, <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Go fuck yourself. Uh, man. Okay. Man of many bullshit lists. How about that? I would put Iron Man there because I was super pumped about Iron Man. Is this box office? Are we doing yeah. box office? I, I, was, I was pumped about Iron Man because that was one of like the first ever like Marvel movies to come outside from like Spider-Man. Yeah. So I was still John about Favre. it. But then it. Yeah, exactly. But then it just became nothing but like, okay, superhero movies. And it just became a gimmick and a money grab. And that's I why I don't I care as much. It, it totally. There's, because Stan Lee is like some of the best characters too. And I. I mean, I could see why it took off so big, but it took off so big. But let's like let's face it: almost every single one of these movies is the exact same fucking movie. Like they're all structured the same; they have the exact same formula. Just throw about a hundred more celebs in it. Yeah, I know. Okay, number nine. Number nine. Uh, The John Wick trilogy. I love that they put the whole trilogy in there. You know what? I'll accept it. Yeah. I'll accept a triple it. movie. Triple movie. <laughs> well, the Lord of the Rings were, were just broken up. No, Lord of the Rings wasn't broken up. Was it, was, it? it was just Return. <laughs> it was of the just King. Return of the. Yeah. Oh, so far. Oh, so yes, we might get Fellowship of the. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I bet so, you are. I, I'll bet. Five we lit our. On that. Thank yeah. you, Nick. We lit our candle. Uh, we have a candle. Although they, All right, number nine, John Wick. They could have just done John Wick. Like the first one's by far the best. It's one. interesting. Yeah, it's but interesting uh, John Wick, I will say, as long as they're coming out with John Wick movies, like I'm not a big trilogy person. Besides Star Wars, but if John Wick keeps coming out with movies, I'm gonna watch every single. Last I don't one put action so good. The action. Remember, we're an action adventure. Uh, I think they're. I think here. they're one of the most. Uh, the most kills in an action movie yeah, is yeah, John sure. Wick. I'm sorry though, I don't put John Wick above 
uh, fucking Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. No, no, I agree. I agree. Oh, wait. Have we had uh, Terminator Judgment Day yet? We have T2. I don't think we've had T2 yet. We also... Ooh, that could no, be coming. Yeah. That should it's be coming. We haven't up. had Matrix yet either. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. T2? Matrix number one, I'm calling it. Better. Calling it? I'm calling it. Number one? Okay, okay. Maybe number... even Matrix Trilogy now that they're just... Yeah, yeah, maybe. No, I'm calling number one. Best to run. It's not a horse race. Okay. Matrix 4. They yeah. are, yeah. My I friend was an extra background on it, by the way. <sighs> yeah. Crazy. Okay. Blowing out the John Wick candle or the Kiana candle. <laughs> We've had this candle lit a lot lately. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this candle lit a lot. Okay. And the next one Steven Spielberg film. Ooh. Let's see. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of the best war Saving films. Private Ryan. Um, yeah. Absolutely. The best war film. I yeah. played that. I played the video game, uh, the Medal of Honor video game that was based off the movie, too. Mm-hmm. Religiously, one of the best video games, war video games I've ever played yeah. still to this day in my life. They fucking just dove into World War II for years because they also did Band of Brothers. They also did uh, uh, The Pacific. They're, well, this was also Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg are just fucking. Yeah, I mean, once this Saving is, Private Ryan was one of the first movies that came out. Every that people, Call of Duty game is off of it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. That's and then I'm waiting for game. Africa. I want the African one. Yeah, 1998. The, like actual My uncle was in the war in Africa. Yeah, that's he's yeah. A Greek. He's so a Greek mil- militia. This was a movie that like people that actually fought in that war and did like a lot of the stuff. The first ever movie that people were like coming out saying that it was as close or as. Close as you couldn't get to accurate as the actual, what they experienced was. Wow. Well, I mean, when I think of this movie, the first thing I think of is the, the D-Day when they're storming the beaches. There's just that one dude just Mama! missing an arm, and he's just looking, and he sees it, and he picks it up. He's like, oh, yeah. this is my arm right here. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number right. seven, the Die Hard series. So we're getting the whole series. No. No? Mm. No. Maybe the first one. I don't know in the top 10. I think they deserve to be on the 50 list, but... Above yeah. Born, above fucking all those movies it's, that we mentioned. Uh, Die Hard should be above Born. No. No? No. You like the Born series more than Die Hard? As far as serious films go? Yeah, as far as like a little bit of whimsical, like wacky... This is action, action. adventure. Remember what category we're in. We're yeah, in the category yeah, exactly. of action adventure. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, what's the next one? Agreed next one is number six, we Christopher Nolan film. Uh, I wouldn't... I don't, this is I'm right before like like all the superhero movies went to the, the comedy route, right? Right. So the Dark Knight trilogy. So just the Dark Knight movie. So Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises yeah. would be the ones put on Action these. Adventure is kind of a stretch. Yeah, so the cash, the, the Christopher Nolan movies, essentially. I didn't care too, too much. i put in that noir, top fucking They're cool. Noir. They're watchable. Um, I, I wouldn't put them in the top ten. I put it as number one superhero. All right. Number five, pretty good. I James like Cameron. There T two. Okay. T two should be higher. Yeah. Mm. Number five, uh I think it should be at least number two. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys been to his office? It has like forty pictures of himself. James on his Cameron? Desk. No, um Our the s- governor. Where's his he, office? So it's right it's right above a cigar shop in Santa Monica. He has white huge uh fur carpets and he has statues of him as a terminator him as all of his characters and then he has like 40 pictures of himself like on and behind his desk i love myself yeah <laughs> that's great i got i really want to see his office now. yeah it's pretty seven seventies, 70s 80s like it's like it hasn't changed george miller 
Oh. Mad Max Fury Road, number four. I actually can't wait to watch that film again. Because I've only seen that once, and I really want to see it again. They're making a new Mad Max right now. Nice. Without Tom... I don't know. No, that's not Tom Hardy. It that's... is Tom Hardy, yes. Is it? Yes. Okay. It is Tom Hardy. Um, I assume it's going to be with Tom Hardy. He didn't die in the last one. Yeah. No. I like this film because it was all storyboarded, and like that's where I have a lot of my passion is storyboarding, and they really didn't have a full script. It was like all drawn out. The whole, really? The whole movie. Because it's all visual effects. Did so. you storyboard your movie? I did it. Did it twice. Really? Yeah. Actually, now did that you, you do the drawings? That. I did all the drawings at the end of the movie. There is yeah. not much dialogue in that movie. Which one? And this one. No, yeah. so the, the big thing about this is the dialogue happens during the action. There's no stop down from action. Action to dialogue. That was what was different about this movie than all other action adventure movies. Right. Was it this one? They had it during the action, and so it's only action. So yeah, then, yeah. so I, you know, I want to rewatch it because it's it's a movie that it's probably get better as, right. you, as you keep watching. Probably. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, it's a decent one to be on this list, I'd say. Um, Ridley Scott well, for the next one again. Like, oh, I love Gladiator. <laughs> Gladiator's number three. I love Gladiator too. Um, pretty high, but it's pretty great. I mean, yeah. the it's honorable the mentions, they shouldn't have just, they shouldn't have done it because the honorable oh, mentions oh, oh. just kind of gave you so much to live up to. What? I just, I don't want to know the top. The top. Oh no, no, I'm not. Hey, yeah. This is a different, this is the IMDb list. Um, but what is it? The writer. Yeah. Uh, fuck. What, was what it? do you guys think? You're like, you're down for it. You're not down for what? Gladiator. Number three. I loved gladiator. I just, I, I haven't I, watched it since I was like. Uh, what since it came out, uh, I was ten years old. I just worked with the writer uh, John the, Logan. We had the black box, dude, back in the day, free HBO, watching Gladiator when I was ten. Gladiator is amazing. You haven't watched it since you were twelve, no, dude. Haven't. We should watch Gladiator again. I'm, I might be down. Dude, Gladiator is the it's, shit, it's dude. Really good. It's amazing, especially to watch now. Like, I think you'll appreciate it way more now. Yeah, one dude, of the best was, revenge films. Oh, for sure. It was uh, Gladiator. Yeah. That summer yeah, when we yeah, got yeah. the bla black box, it was Gladiator and Old School. Yeah. Were the fucking movies. Those are the movies? Old School, so good. <laughs> Nonstop. All right, number two. This is when we get real. See, this is where I think T2 should have been. This is Keanu Reeves. The oh. oh, there you go. Oh, there I, you I go. Yeah, box. yeah. <laughs> What's number one? Yeah, yeah. You were saying the major. What was the other movie we were saying? Lord of the Rings. No. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Keanu again. Fellowship of the Ring. I, I have a feeling it's not it, but why would they put just fucking Return of the King? That's not even the best one. Yeah, well, let's see. We got one more. Francis Ford Coppola. I know Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> I was just at Coppola Winery. I'm so stupid. By the way, can I say before the one comes out, Godfather Three Coda is come. It came out today. Um, it's the third Godfather movie, but it's recut by Francis Ford Coppola. It is out today. You fucking watch it. The director's cut. I've never seen The Godfather 3. I love the first two. But How much did they... He he, he, is he, he still alive? They, he, they made it... This coda means the ending, and it's, it's called The Godfather Coda, um, The Death of Michael Corleone, and it's, it's supposed to be really good, so... Just watch Godfather Three. Again. Sure, I just, I, and like, I just, I just, yeah. I just added the. I mean, it's a probably a weird time. I just added the Godfather trilogy to my DVD collection because it was on sale on Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like the first time. But let's see, Francis Ford Coppola, Will Martin Sheen. I think we know what this apocalypse now. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, because I was gonna say, you hear Francis Ford Coppola, your first thoughts, Godfather, and I was like. 
Godfather action adventure. No, not an action adventure. But uh, yeah, Apocalypse Now, number one. Okay, I'll give him that. Apocalypse Now is good. The I gotta rewatch that alone. one too. Yeah, I like yeah. I like the bad guy. I like having I like the narration. There's some beautiful scenes. I mean, Coppola kind of like knows how to like cut and make. Like he knows how to when to cut, right? And he's just so amazing. I mean, Yo, every I shot believe, is a miracle. I can't believe nine eleven's not on this list. <laughs> <laughs> well, nine eleven too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when we go back for the sequel, I don't know how to spell his name. Francis. C I. <laughs> Francis. Yeah, Ford. Uh, so I just is. sat in the Godfather seat like a week ago. The actual seat of that really? Godfather. Has, it's it, it's at Francis Ford Coppola Winery. They have the desk and the uh, the seat mm-hmm. that that uh, he was in. So I got to like. What's that in Napa? I assume up in Napa. Yeah, bro, you love okay, Napa. So he hasn't <laughs> directed. I had left that place. Thank you. <laughs> he hasn't directed in a long time. He's just producing. He's just putting his name on shit now. He's probably too yeah. old to do anything. But anyways, this list was brought to you by um, our good friends over in Tucson, Arizona. Official. Wait, we have friends in Tucson? Yeah. Who's Al? No, it's not Al. It's the homie Casual. Oh, okay, yeah, And yeah, DJ yeah. Sentry. But Homie Kaz is that he owns a nice little company called Official. So mm-hmm. if you go on oh. over to O-H-F-I-S-H-L.com, you can go ahead and see a fucking Awesome uh, catalog. Spell like how it sounds. Official. Yeah, yeah. just with the, without an e. So o h f i s h l dot com. Um, they have awesome t shirts, awesome snapbacks, uh, bracelets, whatever. I mean, it's it's the holidays coming up. So if you want to get somebody an awesome gift, but take like a pretty cool little twist on your favorite clothing brands, but it's not going to cost you like a hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah. You or know, you want to add a little style to your face mask, which we. Oh, yeah, he does face. Yeah, that's right. He does face masks now too. So yeah, yeah go over there and um, um, you can go ahead and uh, purchase one of his t-shirts, purchase one of his hats, help him out. Like we were just talking about, support your local like people that are just trying to do creative things and do things. Like he's one of them. He does awesome work. His graphic work is fucking top of the line. If you want some graphic work, hit up Homie Kaz. He's fucking. Yeah. He's been killing it, dude. He does all the mediums. He does. So here in LA. Um, he's out in Tucson. Tucson. Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. But nice. yeah, uh, what he does is great. He does a lot of good graphics for us and our show, and he does graphics for our new. And he's also part of our network too. He's done graphics for uh, uh, shows we've done. Oh yeah. Like, uh, into the dark. Oh yeah, he's done yeah. some graphics for labels for like TV shows and stuff we did. We've outsourced and used him and stuff like that. But he's yeah. a good friend. So go on over to official.com, use a uh, promo code Hollywood when you check out and you'll get 25% off your first purchase. Again, so just do that. And yeah. it's good fucking quality. That's what Nick producer Nick always says. Good fucking high quality. Good fucking high quality, yeah. Um and aside from that, yeah, that's it. Uh, Amazon Prime up to five. Hit up my movie. This is yeah. Gabe Adams dropping the mic. 
Gadams, G A D A M Z on the I G. Yeah. Motherfuckers. <laughs> that was Where's pr- the hip hop on the fucking drop pockets? Dude, the, I, I will say the flow Hot in pockets. that was on fucking point. <laughs> I usually have to ask our guests where we could find them, but you went right off, dude. That was fucking on point right there. Yeah, dude, seriously, though, like uh, talking about uh, supporting your local people and people that just are passionate about what they do. Go on Amazon Prime and look up Up the Five. It's a great fucking movie. Up you the Five, spelt with the number five, so Up the Five. Yeah, yeah check it out. Review us. Yeah, please. review them. If there seriously. was ever a time to fucking uh, support original filmmaking, it's now. Yeah, and uh, you know, yeah, has, review them. Review us too. Fuck Marvel. Hashtag yeah. fuck DC. Yeah, review review his movie. But while you're at it. Go ahead and review our podcast because oh, that helps yes. us too. That's right. Yeah. It's like we'll trade some fucking reviews, you know, do some Let's good do stuff. It. That's it. So uh you thank can Thank you for thank you, bro. Yeah, thank you for coming on, man. This was a fun time. You can find us on all of the social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Failing Hollywood, we're on Facebook at Failing Hollywood also. Um we're not really on Twitter anymore because the guy that ran our Twitter kind of left the show. But yeah. <laughs> Yo, fuck Twitter, dude. Who gives but a yeah, shit? you know what? We've been doing a lot of stuff. We haven't gotten a phone. We know, we Actually, know you're fuck. too busy on Twitter looking at porn. <laughs> fuck to look up Loomer. I'm so sorry. Uh, we we got a message, mm-hmm. but I keep forgetting to play it. <laughs> we have a phone number. <laughs> it's 818-928-5379. You can call it and leave messages and shout out to us and we'll play it on the show. Yo, we've gone too long. We can't. No, yeah. We'll talk about we, no, no, we're not going to play it on the show. Okay. We're going to save it for next episode. Loomer, I swear you're going to come on. I'm going to hit you up also because uh, I really want you on the show and I know you're in town. So we're going to be seeing you soon, brother. Thank you for listening. Um, what am I missing? Oh, inner circle. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Real, real quick. Uh, real quick. The plunge. Hashtag no offense. Uh, shit happens when you party naked. Simmons and Moore podcast. Uh, am I missing one? The Hood Diner. The Hood Diner. We were just talking Homie about. Kaz has gotten enough fucking plugs on this episode. No, yeah, and also check out uh, the new award show. No, not award show. Winter Circle. Winter Circle. Circle on Facebook. Check that shit out. Uh, this is Failing Hollywood. Check us out next week. Uh,